You're listening to Moody Radio 89.3. Good Saturday morning to you and also to Jeff Burka. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Hey, great to have you back with us today. Um, I, we should mention that as friends are listening to our conversations, they might have questions. They might have concerns. They might have uh, differing opinions. We'd love to hear from you, right? Absolutely. We grow and we we become more like Christ when we understand each other better. And I know that I don't have absolute knowledge. I don't have a, like even remotely close to that. So I would welcome any other ideas or perspectives that somebody might have, or particularly any questions where they might need some some further information. Just to be patient, though, I'm— don't expect an immediate turnaround response. It might be within 24 to 48 hours. Well, uh, Jeff's email address is listed at our website, ericandbridget.org, and that's there. And he might just say, hey, we'll talk about this at another episode. So it might be that we cover it during uh, one of these times together during our father-to-father talk. So that might be his answer, or he might be able to get back in touch with you through that email. So anyway, uh, we'll, we have that available for you. You can connect with him if you'd like. Our website, again, ericabridget.org, you can find his email address there. All right. So we've been talking about Way back when, when we first started this, honoring our wives, with first of the year we kind of transitioned and moved into the aspect of honoring our sons. You know, one of the one of the great privileges as a father, as a husband, um, and being a son as well, is understanding that God cares about us not just through what we are doing and who we are, but through the ones that He puts around us. So I think we too often think that our relationship with our sons is about just us pouring into them. Actually, guys, God uses our sons very often to teach us where our limits are too. One of the things that can can really kind of bring that about is uh, something that I've struggled with in the past, and thank God my son and I have been able to work through that, and that was I get impatient. I'd want to do things around the house, whether it's work on the car or work on something, and, and Josh would come and help me. He's wanting to do the best that he can, and I'd say, get that, and he'd like, what? you know? And I'd get frustrated because <laughs> he didn't know what that was. I mean, like he can read my mind. you know. But what we want to do is realize this, is that we can actually learn from other cultures, other ways of fathering that have really shown us uh, tremendous wisdom. Uh, one of those is from the American Indians. They would have one of their parenting skills that they would constantly apply is they would teach their sons that they want to honor the effort, not the successes. In other words, it's great when there's success, but they definitely would honor the effort. If, if there was some sort of not quite getting to the, where they want to get to at that certain skill, they wouldn't see that as a failure. They would see that as the process, the normal natural good process of fathering. So they would honor them, say, that's okay. You didn't quite get it this time, but let's try it again. And it might be a number of times before they would somehow develop the skill. That patience is very much what God the Father has modeled for us. He loves us as we are. He loves us where we are. We don't have to be suddenly there. As a matter of fact, he takes time with us and sanctifies us. We see it very specifically in how Jesus handled Peter. Peter would make mess-ups, you know, and instead of Jesus shaming him or saying, I can't believe you're not there, he would encourage them, and he'd give them other ways of looking at it. And in one particular instance toward the end, he actually said, you know what, in the midst of this, this is what you're going to do, but you're going to be the, the, the cornerstone, mm-hmm. the rock of that church in, Jeru- in Jerusalem, which exactly he prophetically— We said. are not a patient society, though, and we mm-hmm. have 
set up a society where winners and losers are very um, – there's a clear-cut line there, and that causes issues here, doesn't it? It does. Uh, guys, let's let's remember we're not competing against our sons. Let's honor them, for instance, if they beat us in chess or checkers. I'm not saying give it away. Teach them that they have to learn the skill. But let's honor them when they do that and not act like, oh, it's no big deal. But here's another thing. It's it's really – and this is a tough one, guys. But let's praise his little failures or his, his attempts to master something. Be proud of each attempt. Honor the effort and not the success. Yes, we can honor the success when it comes, but let's focus on that effort. Because frankly, guys, they're trying to please us more than what we realize. And even if there's a little resistance, if our son is one of those guys that have some strong will, let's honor that too, because God might use him one day. Hey, do we keep to our principles? Do we keep to the to the boundaries? Absolutely. But we don't do it out of shaming or how dare you oppose me. I, this one old English pastor that I used to have with, he said, he said, look, our job is to set the rules and we enforce them. Their job is sometimes just to break them. I thought that was an interesting perspective because if, he, if we already know there's going to be some times when there's, there's going to be some pushback, we don't get offended by that. Mm-hmm. Let it Just let it be. We can encourage in the midst of it. Now, do we sit there and, and break, you know, uh, bow down and go, oh, you know, that's great that you're opposing? No, that's the other extreme. But we want to be able to honor them. We want to be able to come alongside them, especially when they're trying their best. Uh, you were mentioning how the, the, your son has the ability to push back on some of the things that you see. You, you know, here's, here's the rules, and your son's job is to push back at those, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, but also as the parent, you're not going to wink, wink at that. You have to be kind of firm on that and say, okay, the, the way my kids have understood it is there's a circle. When you're outside the circle – there's danger because that's where you, when you're in mm-hmm, sin mm-hmm, yep. and you have to get them to understand that and get back within that circle of safety. Mm-hmm. And that's as a parent, what I'm required to do. So I know they're going to not be always in the circle, but I, I, I don't wink at it. I kind of still have to, to a point, discipline them and, and let them know what's right and what's wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. When I said about don't be weak on the boundaries, I was definitely talking about the training continues mm. and we don't sit there and just uh, keep keep moving the bar just so that they have a good time. Um, actually, I really like the way you said it better than I the way I said it, Eric. And that is we do have this area, this circle that we want them to keep in because when you come out of that, the reason it can be dangerous is it can open up so many different pathways, for instance, for the world or for the evil one to kind of enter into their world. And they would be completely naive to it as if it's okay. What, what I'm more describing is so many of us men tend to have competition with our sons. And then when they mess up, we take it personally. The idea is don't take it personally. Stick true to the boundary, but don't take it personally. In other words, if he's going to mess up, I'm going to come alongside him. And if I see him at least trying, at least trying to do what's right, that's great. There's still consequences. We don't remove the consequences. That's not the way life is. But one guy gave it to me this way, and this was for a younger son. You know, we we would um, practice what we called a a directed discipline, which would be um, soft, not harsh, not out of anger, but more out of love and care. And yet we would be very um, sober when we gave that discipline. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't light. And so this one old pastor suggested this, that every once in a while when that son does something wrong and he has to uh, have that tap on, on the on the, the posterior um, to communicate a very deep love for him, he suggested I would have my son over my leg and then instead of 
uh, giving the tap to his posterior, the tap would go to my, and I, man, I mean tap. I'm not talking about strike. I'm talking mm. about tap. Would go to my leg, and my son would be like, "Whoa!" And I'm taking the hit for him, so to speak. What is that model? That model's Christ. Yeah, he took the hit for us. So, guys, when we model for our sons that we love you, even when you make mistakes. And especially when you make that mistake and then you do show that repentance, we are right there with you, and we, we understand that. But you know what? We are, it's all a process. We want to help them to learn to have that sense of regret, not because so much as they've had some sort of offense against me, but particularly it's, it's offense against their God and right. their Lord. And they learn that God loves them in spite of our actions. One of the things we as parents need to pray for, and as fathers specifically, is wisdom, because mm, yes. you have to know the difference between a rebellious, sinful heart and a child who's just being a child that didn't didn't mean to do that. They weren't doing this because they were being sinful or rebellious or whatever. They were just, I didn't know I couldn't do that. There's a difference. There's and it might, like you said, they they messed up, but they didn't know they they didn't think it was all that bad. They were just being a kid at that point. And you have to really understand the difference, don't you? You really do. And that's going back to the wise king understands and knows his mm-hmm, flocks. Mm-hmm. And we how do we do that, guys? We spend time. Look. Thank God for our wives that are willing to spend all the time. But you know what, guys? What about giving them a break and us spend the time with the guys? And yes, I don't know if you guys have ever seen an awesome movie called Mom's Night Out. It's a Christian movie. It's great. And, you know, some guys, they come home and there's silly string all over the place and like, oh, you know, what have I done? But you know what? There's such an awesome message in the middle of that where these men cherished the time that they were having with their kids. Mm. We really miss out on that when we don't take that time. Oh, uh, Yep, that is true. But they're not going to beat me in chess. Anyway, that... <laughs> I love the attitude. <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much. That that was really a quick 10 minutes. Thank you for spending some time with us this morning. Oh, man, it's an awesome time. All awesome right. Again, time. if you want to connect with Jeff, all that information is at our website, ericandbridget.org. You're listening to Moody Radio 89.3.